Go. Episode of Compelled. Jesus Apart- Christ. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Compelled, a podcast where we attempt to bring out the bigger issues and injustices in what we as a society can do about it. I'm me, you're you. Let's move on. Yeah. Who are we talking about today? Gary Glitter. Great. I, I have a feeling that <laughs> Glitter is not his real name. Ah. Um, you may be right. He, you know, holy shit, that picture right there, you know who could play him in a movie? Uh, Johnny Cash? Bill fucking Hader. Kind of, yeah. Bill Hader could play him. Yeah, I guess. And he's a good actor, dude. I've seen his range, man. Bill Hader's a really good actor. I'm, good. I I want to watch Barry, but... You'll get around to it. Yeah, I don't have HBO. Yeah, you'll enjoy it, too. Shit. I know you will. Um, Gary Glitter. Born May 8th, 1944. His real name is Paul Francis Gad. Oh, I wonder if he's related to Josh Gad. Well, Josh Gad has only, only has one D, so... Yeah, so... He hasn't earned that extra D yet. <laughs> he hasn't earned the D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. an Eng- he's an English former glam rock singer who achieved popular success in the 70s and 80s. He's known for his extreme glam image of glitter suits, makeup, and platform boots, and his energetic live performances. He has sold over 20 million records. He spent 168 weeks on the UK singles chart, had 21 hit singles, and from 1997, he... Oh, well, hold on a second. Let's, um, before I do anything else, I believe Gary Glitter is the guy that, yeah, do Rock they, and Roll Part 1. Do they still play that song um, yes. during NBA games? Yes. I didn't know if they stopped or not after all the They play that song out. at every fucking... See, I don't watch the NBA anymore, so I'm, I'm, I don't miss that. I don't miss that song being Not played. just, it's it's not just... Um, other Other sporting events, too, I know. Interesting. So, anyways, you guys know all about Compelled. So, we are... What's going on with David Cassidy? We, when we do Compelled, it seems to have opened up a whole... Can of worms. Can of worms from Jimmy Savile and it looks like Rolf Harris. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to. you know, I'm just naming names. Yeah, people connected. It could be people that aren't involved or like, they're not... They're the just connected but yeah. not involved. Yeah, Mike, like, like Mike who was Leander. it? When we did the guy last week, um, Jonathan King. Yeah, there was someone who uh, Simon Cal, right? Simon Cal bailed him out or something. Yeah, I, I wonder. And you know, I, I, look, I'm, I don't know any more about that, so I'm not going to say that Simon Cal is a supporter of of what he was doing. Well, but he's like, a supporter. You know, you, you know what I mean. Like, like I don't know if it's just like a dude. Everybody knew what Jimmy Savile was doing, or not Jimmy Savile, Jonathan King. Everybody knew what Jonathan King was doing because he had been doing it for so long. Yeah. And he was in, he was part of Jimmy Savile's little fucking entourage, and for Simon Cowell to bail him out of jail or to help him out implicates Simon Cowell. I, look, I, guilty I, by association. I, I can I can largely agree with that. It's just that I try, unless I have like something else in my face, like just to, to indicate more like about Simon Cowell. Like dick and Cowell. balls. <laughs> to indicate more about Simon Cowell, uh-huh. I try. I want to give him a little bit of of you know leeway or not leeway, but. A little bit of the 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 um, you know what I'm talking about, not devil's advocate, but um, you know, benefit of the doubt. That's the fucking right. Where's my brain tonight? But yeah, I want to give him a little bit because I don't see anything else about Simon Cowell. So odds are you're right. Simon Cowell knows about this shit, like a lot of other. people Everybody know about knows it. about it, dude. Yeah. Everybody in the industry knows about this shit. Okay, so yeah, like guilt I said, odds by are. association. Odds are you're right. Okay. No, I and and what you're saying is fine. But what I'm saying is guilt by association. You know what I mean? Because I don't want this like our our show to sound like it's just a straight on witch hunt where we're we're blind to anything else and we're just like 
you know what I mean? Like narrow vision on this. I want to try. No, to I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. He's guilty by association. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like I said, I, I, you're so stop right. defending everything else, and and you, you don't need to do that. You don't need to defend, and you don't need to back up what you're saying. We get it, but for people to associate with these these fucking pieces of shit, they are guilty by association. And, and look, the, the here's the other thing. That's what I thought. She did play Leather Tuscadero. Um, here's the other thing. If we did the same thing, people would think the same of us. Mm-hmm. If we sat there and we did nothing or we assisted people that have these types of past, yeah. then, yeah, you're, you're fucking guilty by association and possibly, possibly a piece of shit. Yeah. If you didn't know anything about it, it's hard to uh, defend yourself against it, though. Yeah, you know, like especially the the Simon Cowell Jonathan King thing because it's it's been going on for so long. I'd be like someone who's the best friend of Bill Cosby saying <laughs> every single one of these accusations is a lie. Yeah, you know, this is all bullshit. Yeah, like, uh, I mean, it, it's the equivalent would be imagine your best friend, mm. guy that you a guy a girl doesn't matter. A person that you've known for decades, yeah, twenty years, let's say. We we can kind of associate with that because some of us we still know yeah. our friends from from elementary and high school. Yeah, and we're not talking about just an occasional Facebook, "Hey, how you doing?" kind of thing. More like just seeing them all the time, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know why you had to define it when I just said twenty years. Silly. Dude, I've known people for twenty years. I don't hang out with them all the time. Okay, but you still know people for twenty years. Just go on. Just move on. As it is. <laughs> I'm talking about people that you know closely. Yeah, deep, deep. And, and intimately. If you, 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 don't, you don't know what everybody's doing at all times. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But the rumors will start popping. Hey, did you hear about this? Yeah. And then you start questioning. Yeah. Is this true? And you can tell when your friends are lying to you. Yeah. I would hope. For the most part, I think so, yeah. And 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 that's that's why I have a hard time believing any of these people that say I, I, this didn't happen or that didn't happen. Yeah. So getting on with Gary Glitter, the reason why I kind of I was looking up some Gary Glitter stuff. Gary Glitter sued Sammy Hagar because um, Sammy used he didn't sample, but the song he wrote called Mass Tequila is similar to Gary Glitter's um, Rock and Roll Part One. Okay. And I find I find it I not ironic. I find it bullshit that someone like Gary Glitter is allowed to make any money anymore. Yeah. Because he's a fucking pedophile. Uh-huh. He should be in fucking jail. And Sammy Hagar should have just written him a check and said go fuck yourself. Mm. Here's a check for a dollar. <laughs> or 50 cents or a penny or well, whatever. Well, if you do that, doesn't that like uh show guilt? Like you're, uh, if you actually sent any kind of monetary, well, you have to because legally he has to pay Gary Glitter for use of Rock and Roll Part One. It's that simple. Okay. Or else he gets taken to court and he pays a whole lot more money. So, what's the lesser of two evils? Well, I'm saying if you send the guy a fucking check for a penny, he's gonna want more money than that. You see what I mean? So then, right there, if he has to take you to court and you only send him a penny, then that's proof you're you're kind of admitting guilt by because you sent him fucking money. Admitting guilt for what? Oh, you're talking about the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean you have to pay for it. I would just, I would just write him a letter and fucking say, I'm not paying you a goddamn more. I'm not, 
I'm not paying your pedophile ass one more <laughs> fucking cent. But you have you should be in fucking jail. Okay, and but, you should be lucky, lucky. But it, because someone's a pedophile, is it okay to steal whatever they've created because they're a pedophile? I don't, I don't. I'm not saying it's right to steal anything from anybody. But what I'm saying is that the song that Sammy used and wrote for Mosh Tequila, mm-hmm. he, Gary Glitter came, came. He got his lawyers involved with this shit. Yeah, and I would have just said, "Go fuck yourself." I'm not paying that pedophile a fucking penny. <laughs> yeah. He should be in jail. Mm-hmm. And he should be making no goddamn money. I'll write a check to charity. Yeah. I will write a check to in the name of Rain. Is that right? Um, the, what's the uh, Weave? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's what it's called. Weave. The UE. Yeah. Uh, isn't like the UE. Uh... I just said it. Weave. Oh well, women. Uh, the weave stands for women escaping a violent environment. That's yeah. different. That's no, that, that goes for children and abusive abuse and all I... that other stuff. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Weave or it doesn't matter. Um, hey, Weave uh, got me into a stay. Uh, I was able to. Yeah, if I wanted to, I could have used Weave one time when I was uh, if I didn't have a place to stay when I left uh, left the ex and had just had the kids. Left the cunt. <laughs> <coughs> oh. Gary Glitter. The year was 1992. One of the nation's most recognizable celebrities, Gary Glitter, was enjoying the ultimate accolade of an appearance of on This Is Your Life. But in one fleeting moment, his secret sexual obsession with young girls almost slipped out on prime time. Yep. Wait a second. Almost? Oh, yeah. Watch, watch the video. It's fucking, dude, it's creepy. Almost slipped out? It's a quick scene, too. Tessa Dahl, the daughter of children's author Roald Dahl and mother of the model Sophia, or Sophie, I was going to say Sophia, told host Michael Aspel how her sister Lucy used to bring adolescent school friends to see him and would charge them five bucks each to gaze at glitter. Glitter shifted uncomfortably in his chair and put his fingers to his lips as she talked about the girls arriving in school uniform, hinting at his deviancy and perhaps conveying his nervousness that she was about to embarrass him. It was a rare public glimpse of the predatory child abuser who hid behind the stage persona of a man bigger than Elvis in the words of one victim. Neither Tessa nor Lucy Dahl were aware of Glitter's pedophilia, and it was another five years before the facade finally crumbled when child pornography was found on his laptop. (coughs) Glitter had believed, like Jimmy Savile, Rolf Harris, and other famous child abusers. So when I clicked on that link and it had that whole list of people, that is very interesting, and we're going to get into that later. Oh, yeah, they're all connected. But uh, if you want to know, I clicked on a link for Susie Quattro. (coughs) And Susie Quattro played Leather Tuscadero in Happy Days. And the weird thing is, is that she is in a list of people who did a search for Gary Glitter, mm-hmm. and Google has this cool little sliding picture thing. And the very first picture is Jimmy Savile. Yep. And the very second picture is... Rolf Harris. Which we just mentioned. What's the th- and the third picture is Michael Mike Leander, or Mike Leander, or whatever. It's probably Leander. Then it's Susie Quattro. Then it's David Cassidy, and I don't know why that's there. It says trending, so there's something going on with Cassidy right now. Alvin Stardust, Freddie Starr, Max Clifford, Mark Bolin, Cliff Richard, David Essex, Joan Jett, who has talked about being abused, uh, David Lee or Dave Lee Travis, uh, Nikki Chin, John Springate, John Russell, Mike Chapman, Jonathan King, Ian Watkins, Gary Shepard, Peter Phipps, Shaken Stevens, Gary Newman. Here's here's the other. And Alice Cooper, interesting. <coughs> we'll have to look into all of those. But yeah, yeah, some of those might just be people that you know 
are connected to it in one way or another, you know, victims or... Why is David Cassidy trending? Oh, yeah, he did just die, didn't he? Died uh, last November. Yeah. Um, God, his daughter is freaking gorgeous. She was on, uh, on Arrow. Laurel. She, she played uh, Laurel on uh, Arrow. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know why David Cassidy... I'm going to have to assume something is... There's something that's similar to what David Cassidy has either gone through or has done. Uh-huh. I, I can't assume don't know. I don't know. <coughs> <coughs> but the only reason why these people would be in this list of pedophiles is if they were abused as young kids. Because mm-hmm. I've never heard anything bad about David Cassidy. No, but you, if you notice, though, with some of these people, you're not hearing anything bad about them until after they've died. Right, but even then, like... For a person, for people like us that love entertainment, yeah, like for okay, I'll, I'll just speak for myself. For a person like myself that loves music and loves entertainment, mm-hmm. <coughs> we, I, I am quite aware of celebrity shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, you've uh, read a shitload of books. I know that. Well, it has nothing to do with books. Just it has nothing to do with books. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm trying to be on the same page. <laughs> I, I know you're fine. <laughs> okay, well, along with the books that you've told me about, because there's a bunch of stories in the books that you've read, besides all the other stuff that you hear and that you've uh, you know witnessed over the years, right? Well, not necessarily witnessed, but yeah. Um, stories, yeah. first-hand accounts, things like that. Friend of a friend. That's second-hand. Um, yeah. First-hand, second-hand, third-hand, it doesn't matter. But um, usually the stories all coincide. Similar. And, yeah. So, <coughs> fucking hate this cough. <coughs> <coughs> Fuck, I wish I had a dump button. <laughs> Anyways, um, I've never ever heard anything about David Cassidy. Yeah. Other than good things. Super nice guy, mellow, low-key, loves his family, loved his family. Yeah. All this other shit. And, um, but Gary Glitter, Gary Newman... All these other cats. Yeah. Fucking monster. So, the reason I brought up <coughs> all that shit. But, yeah, I mean, if you play that little clip, <coughs> it's only like 30 seconds or less, where he d- puts his finger up, it- it's it's creepy. There's no reason. Because you can see that, like, he's trying to act like everything, nothing's a big deal, and he's smiling the whole time, and it's fucking creepy. Okay. I, I, there's no reason to play the clip, so. Eh, whatever. Um, I don't give a shit. I've already fucking seen it, so. <coughs> Here we go. Uh, so Jimmy Savile, Rolf Harris, and other famous child abusers that he would never be brought to book. Um, that his fame would shield him imperviously from accusers whose word would never be believed over as his. Um, he had been brought up in the in care from age 10, later saying he was abused as a child himself, and by 66 had a son and daughter by his wife, Ann Merton. Uh, for years he failed to make an impact on the scene, blah, blah, blah. Um, by the time he was 28, he kept a secret not only of his pedophilia, but also the fact that he was going bald, refusing to shower backstage or allowing people to touch his hair. Uh, here we go. Um, his fans finally found out the vile truth about him after he took his Toshiba laptop into his local branch of PC World in Bristol to be repaired in 97. I like the fact that some pedophiles are so fucking stupid. That they incriminate themselves by just being completely oblivious of what what can be found on their computers. Right. 
It's awesome. It's awesome that they're that fucking stupid. Well, I, and I don't. Again, I find this uh, to be a breach of. You're right, but it's a breach of privacy. Yeah. I didn't give you. I gave you authorization to fix my computer. I didn't give you authorization to go and look through my computer. Mm-hmm. And that's what people do. And like, there's a new law in the United States that if you bring your computer into like a Geek Squad or whoever do yeah. repair shops, they can do that. They can literally go through every one of your files. Because if there's anything incriminating, it's because they have a, a legal obligation to report them. Is that why? Yeah, exactly. That's a t- that's a slippery slope, man. Right? And that's 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 a breach of privacy. That's a, yeah, that's a tough one. That's why if I bring my shit in, I'm staying right there. Oh, we'll have it fixed in a day. No, you're going to fix it right fucking now. Mm. I brought it in. We made an appointment. You're going to fix it. I don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Like if you want shit fixed, you're fortunate because you or you pretty much know what to fucking do on your own anyway, right? Yeah. If you want shit fixed, and 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 that's that. Yeah. I'll fix your shit. Yeah. I don't go through files. <laughs> I just fix it. Okay. Uh, the engineer began to look at the hard drive of the machine. He discovered Glitter had subscribed to two Japanese porn sites and had downloaded thousands of images of child abuse. Uh, when the pop star returned, the police were waiting for him, and he was arrested in '99. He pleaded guilty to possessing. 54 indecent images of children and was jailed for four months. Okay. A number of women came forward to make allegations that he had abused them when they were children, and he was charged with having sex with with an underage girl, but was acquitted at trial, and the police dropped their investigation. After it was ruled, there was not enough evidence to secure a conviction. Uh, And then he bought a yacht. Had a had another had a child with a woman that's thirty years younger than him. Um, I don't know how old he was in ninety seven. He was born in forty four, right? Yeah, so ninety seven he'd be fifty three. Yeah, so he's fifty three. Had a kid with a girl that was uh, twenty three. Hmm. Hmm. And you don't have enough evidence to support the fact that he touches children, other than the fact that he's screwing 20-year-old girls. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, When the Cuban government launched a crackdown on sex tourism on the island, Glitter fled to Southeast Asia, settling in Cambodia. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you don't have enough evidence, but he's living in fucking Cambodia, Thailand? Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Mm -hmm. He moved into a large private house on the outskirts of uh, Phnom Penh. One night in Bangkok. Yeah, exactly, and lived in relative obscurity for several months. Um, that was uh, that's that's um, somebody else, but I know, I know. I was just mentioning it because that song has a lot of innuendo in it. Yeah, uh, he was ordered to leave the country a lot following fresh allegations of child abuse. Jesus Christ! Yeah, the guy uh, Murray Head was the name of the guy who did it one night in Bangkok. Yes, thank you. Uh, he slipped across the border into Vietnam, setting into settling in the coastal town of Vung Tau. <laughs> a regular fixture in clubs and beach bars, uh, Glitter was often surrounded by young girls, but few, if any, knew about his previous life. Bullshit. Bullshit. They didn't need to know about his previous life because they were experiencing his life at that moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, Jimmy Savile. Fucking God, man. Towards the end of 2005, an expat living in the area became concerned about Glitter's activities and tipped off the British media. Um, He attempted to flee the country and was detained at Ho Chi Minh and eventually charged with committing obscene acts with two girls aged 10 and 11. Which means, according to the law that we studied, well, Britain doesn't have a... uh, a, um, An age limit? or No. uh, uh, Statute of limitations. Okay. 
I knew that word was coming. <laughs> but in America... We just have a list of like criminal charges, right? America, any statute of limitations, if somebody accuses you, and then later on somebody accuses you again within... Like, if you, if you accuse somebody, like, it's 14 years and 11 and a half months, then, and you accuse somebody of whatever, it stays open for another 15 years. Yeah. And if anybody else in that, in that time frame, it, it stays, extends yeah. it. Yeah. Following a two-day closed trial. So, 2005, 1999 to 2005 is 14 years in America. Yeah. That's, <laughs> Oops. Uh, and it doesn't matter because I mean, look, I, I would I would be glad about that, but <coughs> I mean, the fact is, is that even though it's great that you know there's he didn't beat beat it, he still fucking abused kids. You know what I mean? It it sucks. It, it's just yeah. F- there was a two day trial. He was found guilty and sentenced to three years in prison. These guys are always getting caught when they're fucking old or after they've died. You know, so they get to enjoy doing this shit all their their whole lives. You know. Yeah, well, I mean... Destroying countless lives in the process, you know, like the butterfly effect, right, that we've talked about before. Yeah, but what do you do about it, Joe? I'm just saying, it just... just Coulda, woulda, shoulda. You have no control over... You have no control over one in six billion. One person, one part in six billion. Yeah. Or seven billion, or however many people are on this planet. I think we're at eight now. And, And the worst part is, is that even though we do catch these guys, they do get caught. Yeah. Um, Some later than others, but... That that allows for a learning process, yeah. a, a, a retooling process to find what these people are doing. And if somebody starts complaining, I mean, the whole world's changed now. If somebody starts complaining, it's a problem. Yeah. Listen to this. You've already read it. Um, his sentence was lenient <laughs> because um, Glitter paid thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> well, let's go about two thousand dollars in compensation. To each of the girls' families. The conviction was not disclosed to the jury at his latest trial. He paid $2,000 to two, two girls' mm. families. Now, I don't know if they're British girls or if they're from Thailand. Yeah, or I would assume it's Thailand. Whatever, Vietnam or wherever the fuck he was. Cambodia. <laughs> Vietnam. He escaped Cambodia to go to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Um, but $2,000 in that country is probably a lot of money. Yeah. I, I, but it's, I mean, it's, it's a pittance. It's nothing. He he, fucking. They the well, life. here's the other thing. They gotta go the rest of their lives having that happen to them. No, no, because in some cases that's part of life over there. It's a whole different fucking culture. Oh, Literally, the parents will sell your the kids into prostitution mm-hmm. to make money, because that's the only way to make money. Okay, well, their their kids still have to live with what what's gone what happened to them. Well, and regardless of culture or not, dude, I, trauma is trauma. If they, if it's trauma, who knows if it is or not? Some people can handle it. Some people can't. Yeah, I, I, know, you know, I know. I know. I, I'm not, and I'm not defending this shit. I I'm know. just saying this this shit happens all the time, and yeah, something needs to be done about it. But we, what what can you do about well, it? I mean, like, what if? What, okay, let's say for example, these this ten and eleven year old girls. What if their parents, their whole lives, pumped it in their heads that they're supposed to do prostitution or something? Right? It's part of life. Yeah. And then, so then they were perfectly fine with it, or you think that they're perfectly fine with it, right? Because that's their culture, or that that's that family. Yeah. Culture. If he's, what if he's paying them? You know, I, so he, he's paying he's paying the fam- these the family of these two girls, right? Already, and then they get another two thousand dollars out of them. Yeah. So if you get down deeper to it, um, you know, morally, I find the parents culpable. I find it's reprehensible. Yeah. 
Okay. You know, there's more um, people that are culpable in this situation than just the perpetrator. You know what I mean? So, anyway. Hmm, that's an interesting question. Um, he served two years in the notorious Thu Duc jail. Uh, was released and immediately deported from Vietnam and placed on a flight to London. The aircraft stopped in Bangkok and Glitter, who was deaf, claimed to be suffering with an ear problem, refused to continue on to London. After flying to Hong Kong, he was refused entry. He went back to Bangkok and agreed to fly back to London, arriving on August 22nd, uh, 2008. He was immediately forced to sign the sex offenders register. He tried to disappear from public life, um, but when Operation U-Tree was launched in the wake of the Jimmy Savile scandal, it seemed almost inevitable his name would be linked to the investigation. He continued to protest his innocence and tried to win over the jury at Southwark Crown Court by demonstrating his trademark stage stare and beatboxing one of his hits. His victims, he said tearfully, were just gold diggers who made up allegations to take advantage of his previous convictions. Bullshit. As the NSPCC said, however, it was just another performance, and he was finally convicted of attacking three girls, 10, 12, and 13, the first time he had been found guilty of sex abuse by a British court. Yeah, you know, every time I drive by the Golden One Center... And I see those 10, 11, 12-year-old groupies out there, those gold diggers, just trying to take advantage of our NBA players, you know? Yeah, all of them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're out there, but it's, it's not, not like these three specific girls were just trying to take advantage yeah. of him or the lifelong of fucking sex offenses that, you know, <laughs> you fucking child abuse and attempted rape. Come on. Well, just imagine all the other things that he's gotten away with that, that's not being mentioned here. So what would you multiply that by? The things that he's caught for times the, the actual times that he's actually done this that he hasn't been caught for. Do you think it's tenfold or more? If there's one, there's 20. Yeah. So think about that. Uh, that well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Here it is right here. Um, he, he, he was sentenced to four months in prison and placed on the sex offender register in the UK after admittingly downloading 4,000 items of child pornography, but he was only convicted of 54, 54 images, right? Mm-hmm. He was cleared of having sex with a 14-year-old girl, Alison Brown, in the late 70s. Okay, that's 40 years ago. Uh-huh. So there's one. Brown had had a relationship with Glitter for some years. It was later revealed that Brown sold her story to News of the World and stood to earn more money from the newspaper should Glitter be convicted. Well, of course. Uh, following a rejection by the British public, um, he fled on his yacht to Spain. He traveled to Cuba before settling in Cambodia, uh, where he lived until 2002 because he was banned from the country because of suspected child abuse. In 2005, he resided in Vietnam and... Six Vietnamese girls and women aged from 11 to 23 claimed that Glitter had had sex with them. Um, then he was arrested, put in jail. The singer admitted that an 11-year-old... Six. Six, man. So if you do that rule that you said about 20, right? One in 20? Yeah, 120. That's over 100. Glitter could have faced execution by firing squad if found guilty of rape uh, after having received compensatory payments from Glitter, quick. the families of the girls appealed for clemency. That's way too quick. Um, Gary Glitter was charged with committing obscene acts with two girls, 10 and 11. That's the same girls. Um, beat him to death with bamboo. The following day, he was found guilty and sentenced to three years. You start shoving bamboo barbs up his ass. Yeah, he com- Glitter continued to deny any wrongdoing claimed to have been framed by British tabloid newspapers. Oh, MI5. Framed. <laughs> MI6 is, is framing me. Uh, he denied he was a pedophile and claimed not to have knowingly had sex with anyone under 18. 
Uh, he said that he had hoped he could put his life back on track. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's still probably making money off that fucking song, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, this is my favorite. Christine Beto, the director of End Child Prostitution, Pornography, and Trafficking, ECPPT. Okay. Ekpteta. Um, criticized Glitter and said he was trying to minimize what he has done and we must allow children to tell their story, not just have the words of Gad. Um, 2006, uh, the People's Supreme Court, Supreme Court of Appeals. Did you say Supreme Court? Yes, I think I did. <laughs> heard Glitter's uh, appeal for a reduced sentence. The three-judge panel rejected the appeal four weeks later, although he claimed through the 40-minute Reading of the verdict upon leaving the courthouse, he should angrily he shouted angrily to reporters and denounced Vietnamese justice for not hearing the defense arguments. Um, his sentence was reduced by three months. In anticipation of his release, the Philippines barred Glitter from entering the country. Um, I don't need to go more into this. So you know unless how fucked you up read you gotta it. be that you get kicked out <laughs> of a country known for all of their sexual. He's uh, banned from nineteen countries. And that that's not a clue. Cuba, Cambodia, the Philippines. Cuba won't even have him. Uh, Vietnam, Cambodia. I already said Cambodia. Uh, Hong Kong. Damn. He has burned some bridges. <laughs> he burned some fucking country to the ground. Jesus. Why hasn't anyone just fucking, I don't know, waited in an airport for him to be escorted through and do the do the civic duty on him? Did you ever see the video of that guy who's... Uh, Kid was molested by his teacher, and um, the father waited at the airport. And then when they were escorting him by, after the guy had been captured, um, the the, hus- the the father just stood it like he was on the phone. And then he turned around and just put one round in that fucker's head. I think so, yeah. It was back in the 80s. Saved the taxpayers a shitload of money. He didn't have to go to court. But yeah, that was some... That was it's not the one where he only loaded like a single bullet into the gun and purposely I, I, went up to sh- close range and shot him. I think so. He was hiding at a at a um, at a phone booth though, like a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he yeah. just waited till he was wa- escorted by, and he walked. And then right after he shot just, him, you already hear one of the cops go because the cop already knew who who it was. Right. And the cop goes, he's called him out by his name. He said, "Why, Georgie?" or whatever the fuck his name is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, here's another one. ITV aired the documentary The Other Side of Jimmy Savile, which we've talked about, in its exposure strand, which details allegations of sexual misconduct by the BBC presenter. Uh, accounts included an accusation against Glitter, who was alleged to have raped a 13- or 14-year-old girl in Seville's BBC dressing room. On 28th of October, Glitter was arrested and questioned by police in London as part of Operation U-Tree. <laughs> <coughs> he was uh, glitter was released on police bail until the middle of December and was subsequently rebailed until February for flight risk. Uh-huh. On June tw- in June 2014, glitter was charged with eight counts of sexual offenses committed against two girls in between 1977 and 1980. He appeared at the, we've talked about this already Southwark Southwark whatever Southwark Crown Court accused of seven accounts of indecent assault, one count of attempted rape, two other sexual offenses against girls between be, against three girls between 75 and 1980 and the trial lasted two and a half weeks. He was convicted of attempted rape, four accounts of indecent assault and one of having sex with a girl under the age of 13. He was acquitted of the three other accounts. He was remanded in custody prior to sentences, sentencing and he got 16 years in jail. This was three years ago. Glitter, under his real name, Paul Gad, began an appeals against his conviction. His appeal was denied by the court. 
which said there's nothing unsafe about the conviction. Gary Glitter is in jail, rotting away right now. Yeah, but is he? Uh, does he have a? They're not going to let him out. He's going to die in jail. He's seventy something years old. Oh, so, well, you know what? Look, I, I'm seventy-three. Not, I'm not big on violence, man, in real life. But I'll tell you what: someone like that, yeah, maybe the guard should look the other way for a little while. You know what I mean? Um, they probably have him locked. Oh yeah, secluded. They, they, yeah, like he's, Charles Manson. I know. Yeah. Well, no, more like Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, I mean, because like, uh, you know, well, they, I mean, yeah, you Charles Manson, but they 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 don't want to Jeffrey Dahmer him. Yeah. Unless. Accidents happen. Well, I know, but yeah, I mean, because you know, like if if he's in if he's in Gen Pop, right, and they know what he's done, he's 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 a goner. He's done, which is weird. That's a weird. I mean, I'm I'm all for it, but it, it's it's just a weird kind of a sense of morality that prison inmates have after all the other shit that they're okay with. You know what I mean? Well, you no know, women, no children. I know it's just weird. well, no children. Well, there's there's plenty of rapists that that, that don't get killed. No children. And like I said, that it's just it's great, but it's also weird at the same time. Now, look, yeah, the, there's there's a difference between raping and, and those guys get the shit beat out of them too. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, there's there's a huge difference. And like when you murder somebody or whatever, you're in jail for fucking. But it, Jason Voorhees, yeah. you know, you're Friday the Thirteenth or Halloweening somebody or yeah. whatever you want to call it, and you know you're just mass murderer or whatever. Okay, you, you're you're fucking you're twisted. You got something wrong, right? Usually, yeah. And 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 you still have a sense of morality, mm-hmm. you know, some in a twisted sense of morality at least, yeah. I think. And you know right from wrong. Yeah, you that's know why. You that's did why it. You, even you said Jeffrey Dahmer didn't go to an insane asylum because he was still in his right mind, right? Yeah, he's still in his. He's in his right There's fucking something mind. Something off, but he's fucking. He was. Con- he still knew right and wrong, right? And yeah, the, I mean, they they did the, they they pleaded insanity, and they said no, yeah. no. Look at the guy; he's not insane. And they they had to administer tests and all this other That's stuff. Fucking scary! That's scary that a, a person who knows right from wrong is still capable of doing. Yeah, that. they just have no they have no compass. They have no guilty conscience if what, that's what you want to call and it. That, I mean, I wonder if the, if that's an actual brain problem or if that's just something learned. It's I, I it's I don't think it's a brain problem. I think it's I don't think it's a problem. That's no, like it's saying definitely a problem. People die. It's a problem. You know what I mean? It's but it's it's not. I think it's I think it's normal. Because, you know, I mean... There's a difference between being cold towards someone and being indifferent to someone and their plights. And then also the difference between murdering someone and not having any sympathy towards taking their life from them. You know? No, it's... There isn't. There isn't? No. I felt cold towards people, but I didn't didn't have any... I didn't have any inclination to, to, to rape and murder them. Yeah, but that's you. I think it's a normal part of the human condition. Which is weird to say, but <laughs> what are you hiding in your look, closet? <laughs> every <laughs> everybody, everybody knows that has ever lived and died. Okay, yeah, has has a problem. Yeah, but again, I, I I honestly think I honestly think it's just a normal part of the human condition. You have to take the bad with the good, you know, or I don't like this term, but necessary evil, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I again, it, it goes along the ter- lines with um, I don't believe addiction is a disease. Okay, addiction is not a disease. And if you listen to those words, addiction is something else. It's uh, yeah, one one of it could be a genetic trait. 
I I don't think it's a genetic trait. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. You see people going. Have you ever seen like where some people genetically like, like let's say they were separated from their parent from birth and they were adopted off or something, and they ended up going in the same exact direction as their parents did, and their parents were doing you know, drug a certain kind of drug or whatever. Yeah, but I don't believe it's a genetic trait. Okay. I don't think that, and, and I'm not a doctor, so and I haven't done enough research, but I'm I'm gonna. S- Hereditary? You know, it's just like how some people could smoke for 100 years and not get lung cancer, but then someone smokes for two years and they get lung cancer. But that's... Genetic trait. More susceptible to this, more susceptible to that. I I don't think it's genetic, but that's me, okay? Uh, I, I... Like a hereditary genetic uh, transfer, you know what I mean? Right, but you have to be susceptible to the disease in order for it to take. That's why some people die of lung cancer without ever smoking smoked a day in their life. Yeah. You have to be susceptible. Something has to trigger it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, but this is different. Addiction. I don't believe addiction is a disease. It's That's a term I that know, I, doctors have come up with well, I see, to I see, sell you yeah. drugs. I see leprosy as a disease, something you catch. Well, I don't, but see, not all diseases you catch. Well, yeah, cancer, cancer is a cancer, disease. Yeah, I know, yeah. I, yeah. That's a tough one, isn't it? Psoriasis I, is a disease. Yeah, so... Right? But, I mean, disease... Sorry. Diseases <laughs> are diseases. Yeah. Um, we're talking like the the flu, the virus, or whatever you want to call it, you know? Anything that gets you sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just think that doctors have affected this country so... Pharmaceutical companies have affected this country so much... Well, it's a scapegoat word. When it comes to addiction, I think that they using disease as a scapegoat word so that people that have an addiction can say, oh, I have a disease, and then they don't have to take responsibility for their problem. Okay, so we've, we've established that, mm-hmm. okay, when we're both on the same page. Now, that doesn't mean for my friends that have addictions and stuff like that that I'm not looking down on them for, you know, um, Shelly's husband, Craig, does AA. Yeah. Um, one, a girl that I went to high school with. She's an AA. Yeah. That I don't. You think that, 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 like, say, addiction is more mental than actual physical? No, it can be physical. But there's, I, it's not a disease. It's something else. There's another term for it. Okay? Psychological. That's mental. I mean. No, but it's, it's an actual. Because when, when I smoke a cigarette and then I'm done smoking a cigarette, my uh-huh. body wants another one. Uh-huh. So I, I have to temper that. Again, that's not a disease. That's a want. In some cases, my body needs it. It's telling me it needs it. So isn't that part of the term of addiction? The, the Part of the uh, definition? Yes, but it's not a disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> because it can, it, it can be cured. Yeah. To, to an extent, you can stop. You can stop smoking. You can stop drinking. You can do this. Some are harder than others. Yeah. But you get Some my point. Some people have to like really detox on certain things. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's and that's what I'm trying to get to with the whole, uh, the the mindset of a sociopath or uh, a person like Murderer, Gary Glitter or a yeah. pedophile, whatever. I think that their brain has not evolved. I think that they, well, I don't think of uh, pedophilia as a disease. It's I, not. Yeah. It's. 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 Uh, it's. It's a mutation. <laughs> yes, thank you. 
A devolution. A hundred years ago, it was okay. A hundred and fifty years ago, it was okay. Three hundred years ago, five hundred, a thousand, ten thousand years ago, all the way back to the start of the fucking human race. It was okay because life was shorter, right? So they say. Well, it depends on your level or, or you know, your definition of pedophilia. I mean, I'm not, you know, if you're talking about like little babies, you know, like like three and four year old kids, or you're talking about, are you talking about ten, eleven year old girls? We're talking like, about what we were just talking about with Gary Glitter. There's, mm-hmm. there's no. All right, so the Gary Glitter type. I'm, I'm not. The, I, the, I don't need to go into fucking. He, I, I'm not going into detail. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not. It has nothing to do with that. I'm talking about. It was acceptable a hundred years ago. For the age, the it age was acceptable. Yeah, it was acceptable fifty years ago. Like Amish community type shit. No, it was acceptable fifty years ago in normal society. Jerry Lee Lewis. I know his cousin. I know, right? And a whole bunch of other people. Up to fifty years ago, up till fifty years ago, pedophilia was acceptable. Sixteen and under. Uh, eh, we're, we'll just cut it off at eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and now, and, and I'm not defending this, but it was. 50, 100, 150, 3,000 years ago, yeah. all the way back. There's, there's evidence of it happening during the Roman Empire. There's evidence happening of it, of it happening well, look, during I the mean, Egyptian if times. You're, if you're talking about Nazis and, and Adolf Hitler, just because you're talking about them doesn't mean that you support them. That's true. So You're just talking about what, what was fact, right? Yeah. 50 years ago, it was acceptable. Mm. And then things started changing. Okay, uh, Like I said, I'm not defending this. I'm just saying. And the moral majority started stepping in and saying, "Hey, that's not acceptable. This is this this lifestyle. This this is not acceptable." Yeah, when 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 the average uh, first world um, person family um, had life is getting more convenient, more easy, right? Right. You don't have to work as hard. Like most families don't have to be farmers anymore, right? Right. And things like that. So children are actually allowed to be children for longer periods of time instead of having to become adults at such a young age. Correct. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. So as we go through the 70s and 80s and 90s and whatever, mostly through the 80s and 90s, when when the real, the Christian conservative moral majority bullshit started happening. Yeah. Right? And all these all these people started coming out of the woodwork, re, you know, born-again Christians and telling everybody what's right and what's wrong and not really understanding the whole, the, the idea or the whole thing behind it and just started saying, hey, you know, this is bad. This is this this is a disease. Instead of instead of trying to understand the issue, mm-hmm. instead of trying to figure out what's going on, yeah. they just threw pills at it. Mm-hmm. Right? And in terms of Gary Glitter and Jimmy Savile, well, fuck, I mean, they were in in the fifties, Gary is seventy three years old. From 1960 to 1997. So he was active in 1960 to 1997. He was married in 1963, so... Uh, oh, well, here we go. Um, he was uh, 18, 19 at the time he was married. So when he was 10, that was eight years prior, 1955, mm. <laughs> in 1955 it was still considered okay. It wasn't a big deal. You know, for the most part, just don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. Right. And everybody knew that. Everybody knew, but as long as as long as it wasn't a problem, it's not a big deal. You know, it, 
the tough part about it is like you I mean you say well you I mean is the the child of that age are they mentally capable of handling something like that but mm-hmm. st- I guess no matter what, I got to look at the perpetrator, and the perpetrator is the adult, right? The one who's already of age. Dude, I knew I knew people in seventh and eighth grade that were dating high school guys mm-hmm. when I was in seventh and eighth grade. And yeah. I looked at him and like, why the fuck are you dating a high school guy? Mm-hmm. He's eight, you know. Well, he's eighteen. Yeah, so well, he can drive a car. You're eleven. <laughs> so what's your point? Oh well, blah blah blah, and they would just make up these excuses and I'd be looking. I'm just like, you're fucking stupid. Well, look, mo- most they're sure. older. Most look. Most, They're more mature. Most kids, most teenagers or preteens, they they want to become adults immediately, right? They want. Yeah. So I can't, to a point, I can't fault them for stupid decisions. I I, I fault adults. I fault I fault full grown adults that are attracted to younger children. You but you don't fault children that are attracted to adults. The reason why is because when I see when I see children are fucking insane. When you're going through puberty. You're going through chemical changes in your brain and Yeah, your I know. I've you're got insane. two of them in the house. You're technically insane, okay? You are. And so I give a little bit of a pass to that because they're not in their right fucking minds. You can't. You can't have you you can't be okay with one and not okay with the other. When someone's a full-grown adult and and they're responsible for their own lives, legally they're responsible for their own fucking lives, and then they're going to younger kids, they're in and doing that shit, I have a problem with it. But you can't, uh, can again, you can't, you can't be okay with one thing and not, if a, if a child is going after an adult mm-hmm. because she thinks she wants to be an adult yeah, or he. And you, you smack their hand and you tell them no. It's just like, like if you're a teacher, right, and your student's attracted to you, well, um, a, a good person, a good person teacher would say, no, 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 you're having confused feelings. It's not, you know, this is not appropriate. No, but that's not what you're saying. What you're saying is... And this is this is how I see it. It's okay for a child, whatever. Let's just cut the, cut it off between eleven and uh-huh. up. Okay, well, preteen, preteen to teen, preteen yeah. to teen. It's okay for them to go after adults, but it's not okay for an adult to go after a child. It's understandable that they go after an adult. I'm not saying that it's okay for them to get to the adult and then do. Thank their you thing. for clarifying that. Okay, right. I mean, you know, I have to be understanding of the situation. Kids are fucking stupid. All right. People are stupid. Yeah, of course. But I mean, kids also are stupid, right? So I understand why a kid's doing that, but that's why that's the purpose. That's the responsibility of being an adult is is recognizing that and saying no, this is inappropriate. You're this is wrong, and you need you know learn from. That. Okay. All right. Now now that we that make understand now that I understand better. So, anyways, Savile and 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 Gary Glitter and Jonathan King and all these other guys grew up in the. 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. where it was, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, it was, nothing was said about it, it wasn't really publicized, but nobody had a problem with it mm-hmm. until later on, when they realized that. So, they encouraged this type of thing. It was, it was basically encouraging. Hey, that's okay, don't worry about it. You know, just don't let anybody know. Mm-hmm. Don't tell anybody. So, they get older and older, and they're like, well... It happened once. Let's see if we can do it again. Yeah. You know that, it, and it's uh, it's not an addiction. But I think I think the problem is is this this mutation, as you said. And I don't think it's a mutation. More along the lines of ingrained behavior. It's ingrained behavior, and it's de- it's a devolve a devolving thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I bet you there's a link between this 
and sociopathic behavior like murderers and mm. stuff like that there's there's got to be a genetic link not a genetic link but it, there's a yeah this is called a genetic link meaning there's a uh, um there's a cell I mean, they, they're finding all sorts of... They're, they found a... Uh, I don't want to say cell, but they found a... Um, what do they call those things? They found a cell. This is so fucking awesome. Huntington's disease. Mm-hmm. Huntington's disease destroys the brain. Mm-hmm. It literally destroys brain cells. Yeah, it's very similar to Parkinson's, right? Mm, yeah, I think you so. You lose muscle control and you get... I don't think you lose... I think it... It's similar. It's not the same because if they were the same, they'd be called the same thing. But there's a, there's similarities. Because um, didn't Joe Cocker have Huntington's? Uh, no, I think Joe Cocker had Parkinson's. It doesn't matter. Huntington's disease eats the brain. It's different than Parkinson's disease, but I think you're right. I think it's similar. Yeah. Um, and it, there's no known cure for Huntington's disease. Yeah. Nothing. Like Parkinson's disease, they may have found something. But for Huntington's you know, disease... Michael J. Fox is living a lot longer than they, he's expected to, right? Because of how early he started with it? Mm. He started with it over like two, two decades ago. Like when he was do, in, the, in the late 90s when he was doing... Well, Muhammad Ali lived until he was 70. Yeah. And he had it for 30 years. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, rich people, they're able to pay for you know, better shit, right? Better treatment, better everything. You know, like, you know, oh, we can go to this other country, right? And Who gives to- a shit about that? You're talking about... We're, we're 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 talking about people's longevity versus whatever. I don't care about rich or poor or whatever. A disease kills somebody based off of <laughs> disease. Hey, if Tyrone off the streets got HIV, I guarantee you he would have went out a lot quicker than fucking magic. You yeah, understand? but there's there's a rumor going around that he doesn't even have HIV. Well, yeah, it's gone. It's eradicated. No, I mean there's a rumor going around that he never had never it. Never had it. Okay. And that they came to him and said. We're going to have you be HIV and be the fucking face for HIV so that we can generate a lot of money. <laughs> that, 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 that is a conspiracy theory for it's your a ass. Huge conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to touch that right now, but damn. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's, that's the conspiracy theory. That's food for thought. So, well, what I'm saying is for like Huntington's disease, there's, there's, a, there's a cell that attacks, there's a bad cell. Yeah. Okay. And it literally attaches itself to the good cells uh-huh. and destroys all those cells. Kind of like lupus. Yeah, that's generally how diseases work. Yeah. Um, body fighting itself. No. Um, body attacking itself. Yeah, yeah, but this is, they don't know where this cell comes from. They don't know if the cell is like an outside and was, in, you know, introduced to the body. Yeah. Like through whatever. Or if it just went bad. It mutated or... Yeah, something happened. It, well, either way, it's an asshole. Yeah, it's a fucking dick. Yeah. So this, this little fucking asshole of a cell goes running around your brain and replicates and destroys. Yeah. <coughs> Much in the same way that psoriasis works. Mm-hmm. Much in the same way that... Anyways, they found a way to isolate that little fucking asshole yeah. and put him into cell jail. Mm-hmm. And the brain starts to regenerate itself. Yeah. And I think that that's what's going on with these guys in terms of their thinking, in terms of what's okay and what's not okay, is the, the, the evolve and devolve. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the cell thing in the brain, the Huntington's disease, is yeah. an evolutionary thing. Okay? And these guys, their brains haven't evolved. Yeah. 
I could, and I could see. Look, I, I, I can. I, look, I'm all about trying to understand things, okay? Because I know nothing is ever black and white. There's always the gray. I'm always about the gray area. So, I, I understand that there could be plenty of factors. But my problem is, is that regardless of mutation, condition, <laughs> anything, um, if you're doing something that you know <coughs> is damaging to another human being, okay? But they, they don't. That's the thing. They hide it. If they're hiding it, they purposely know that. Oh, only after they learned that it was bad. You see what I'm saying? They don't know it's bad until after someone says that's a bad thing. Look, I'm not there when they're doing the deed, man. I don't know if they're if their victims are, are like saying don't do this to me or not. I don't know if they're willing participants no, or not. I no, 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 no. You're not listening. They don't Gary Glitter and Jimmy Savile and Jonathan King did this for years. Yeah. Because everybody said it was okay. And they exploited their positions to their their statuses to to, to, to do that shit. I... They everybody said it was okay to do this when they were younger. And then somebody said, "You need to stop fucking doing this because we're getting too many complaints." So it could be you're you're th- you're saying there's a possibility of it just being learned behavior. I I don't know if it's learned behavior. What I'm saying is is that they didn't know it was bad until somebody said, mm-hmm. "Stop doing this. This is bad. We have a fucking complaint, and somebody's trying to sue you. Mm-hmm. Stop doing this." So they could have been doing it for fucking twenty years before somebody said something. And never and and everybody was like, okay, just go do it, okay, like but, like but, Jimmy Savile being given the keys. Everybody knew, okay, but what he was doing. If you like, as a human being, and you're <laughs> let's say you're doing something to someone, and they keep telling you, stop it, don't do this to me. Wouldn't that like like a normal person? Wouldn't that tell them again? That you shouldn't be doing that I, to them. What I said was, nobody told them no. When you said that, I thought you meant like all the the enablers. Like, no, like, I meant everybody. Nobody said no. Everybody. Money and power. That's a big what if. I That's not a big what if. That is a Money big and what fucking if. power. And then and then after and like I said, and I'm just being I'm, I'm yeah, throwing yeah, a blanket I mean, statement it, of twenty years out there. It it may I, be less. I, I know, I mean look you're kinda of scaring me because it's like I am thinking like you're you maybe Dude. I'm I'm mishearing you. Maybe, wait, wait, maybe I'm mishearing you, but it sounds like you're saying that not one single child complained while not they were doing one. That? And why would you believe? I mean, why would you even think that? Because like, that's how celebrities work. Because of their 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 allure. Dude, don't you you okay. know you know yeah, 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 I look, I, you I, know a hundred fucking times more about celebrities and I, movies and all this other shit. Yeah, I, I, and yeah. this is a and and what what kills me is this every time we talk about this stuff, like you're surprised, human like it's be- like it's another eye opening experience for you. Human beings are. Fucked up people. <laughs> you know like, I mean? like you can't believe that people would say, yeah, I'm good with this. Let's go do this. <sighs> every fucking story about every celebrity that everybody says is an asshole says, yes, he's an asshole. And all he does is surround himself with yes men or he or okay, she. Okay. Well, let me finish. Surrounds himself with yes men and nobody can do anything about it because all he does is hide away uh-huh. and nobody can get to him. Okay. Jimmy, Jimmy Savile, for example, when he was at the hospital for all those years, he goes into a kid's room, a kid that's sick, okay, and he does things sexually to that child. So? Okay, you don't think that a kid's telling him, no, I don't want this? It's to- Jimmy Savile. You have never been starstruck. Not to that degree. Have you ever been starstruck? Uh, not to that degree. And that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking you if you've ever been starstruck. Have uh, you ever met a celebrity that fucking went, you went, oh, shit, celebrity? I got a 
go say hi and talk to him. No, no, no. I've seen you know the lead singer. I've seen Jacoby from. You know, Have Bob you Rogers ever met a Benjamin celebrity? Um, no, I've never become starstruck because I, I they're just fucking people. I had a crush on Paul Abdul, but I never saw him. That's person. not what I asked, Joe. <laughs> Why can't you answer the question? I am answering the question. You didn't. Have you ever met a celebrity? Not like, uh, well. Yes or no? Yes. Who? Mitch Richmond. When? 97-ish. Personal or work? War- at work. Okay. Doesn't count, but counts. Were you starstruck by Mitch Richmond? No. I mean, it, it was cool, but it wasn't like, I, I didn't, it didn't cloud my, you know, my thoughts. I didn't see like fucking. Who would do that to you? Back then, it would any time. It doesn't okay. matter back then. Well, back then, Michael just Jordan might answer have done a fucking it, question. But, you um, know. <laughs> uh, Name a celebrity that would fucking awestruck you to the point where you're like, "Holy shit! I'll suck your dick for a dollar." Fuck, <laughs> it was Tyra Banks for a while. Um, um, just name a celebrity. If it's Tyra Banks, it's Tyra Banks. Uh, Michael Jordan. This can't be that tough. I, I, I just. I don't I, my 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 thought process isn't like it used to be with this stuff. So I don't allow that to to Tom Cruise, fucking uh, James Gunn, <laughs> Gary Oldman, or yeah, yeah, I, I know. Um, I don't know Steven Spielberg or, or fucking uh, George Peter, Lucas, Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson. Okay, Peter there Jackson. you go. Peter, Peter Jackson, Jackson made my favorite fucking movies of all time. So Peter Jackson, George Lucas. But even if I saw Peter Jackson, it, it would just be I would just tell him thank you. For, you'd for, be completely starstruck and you'd be mumble mouth just no, like I wouldn't. the rest of us. No, I wouldn't because the reason why, and I know I can, uh, it's easy to say sitting here, but I know that I take into account the fact that you know how many fucking people say the same shit to him over and over again? I don't want to be that guy. I want to be different. I love being a little bit different than what everyone else is fucking doing. Okay? So, so just being yourself. I'll be, you know, what's the point of fucking getting all googly gaga over someone? It's, there's, it, it's, it, it, it's not, it's not, you don't have a, you don't have a fucking choice. Your body just goes, oh, my God. Uh, here. The reason why I That's brought that up. That's never happened for me. So. Okay. It's, not, it's, it's happened to me once, and I was. With Quincy Jones? No. When the fuck did we move out here? 78. I was seven, eight years old, and it didn't even happen with a celebrity. I made my father pull over a real California highway patrolman uh-huh. and get his autograph when we moved to California. That's fucking cool. Because I thought it was he was in chips. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Eight years old. That's funny. So um, that's that's that. Most of the other celebrities I could give shit less about. I've met Michael Anthony. I've met Dave Mustaine. I've met the guys in Megadeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, um, the more of you that I inspect. Is it Brad Miller? I met Brad Miller once. Frank Hannon, Jeff Key. And then all those I've I've met it's it's not important. Yeah. Um then oh there's another name. I'm just dropping names. I'll pick that one up. I'm gonna pick that one up. And there are a couple. I don't need to name names, it's not that important. Mm-hmm. There are a couple that will work. I did name one of them that I would just I'd dribble all over myself Get for a minute. Tongue tied around. Yeah. Until until I'd be like, Oh what a fucking douche. Um now when you're a child, yeah, okay, and we live in a completely different fucking day and age and a different set of rules. Oh yeah, where now, now everybody you, wants to be a celebrity. Now YouTube stars are fucking celebrities. Yeah, it's it's incredibly stupid. I can play a video game. I make three million dollars a month. Yeah. Now, fifty three years ago, <laughs> yeah, back in the sixties, where televisions were expensive, 
And in order to get on TV, I don't know how difficult the process was, but you had to have a fucking huge background, either in vaudeville or radio. I mean, like, just like Lucy Ball, Lucille Ball, yeah. like Lucille Ball, yeah. like Mel Blanc, like uh, uh, George Burns and his wife Gracie, Bob Hope, Hope and Crosby, yeah, um, Dino, the Rat Pack, all that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you. Every one of those guys, it, it, it doesn't matter, American, British, doesn't matter. Had a huge background in a vaudeville traveling act, things like that, comedy act, really. Dude, I've been sitting here a long time. I feel like I need to shake my fucking legs. Okay. Then stand up and shake your legs. Here. You feel better now? So you don't fucking you know, rattle the... You're, you're <laughs> Our compel has gone much longer than it should. <laughs> but even though this is good conversation, you know what I mean. And when you have an entertainer that comes to the hospital all yeah. the time, you get fucking I, glittery. Look, I, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I do. I get it. And I know you're trying to... just. Ch- ch- to discuss a whole range of things. Right. Okay. I'm trying to blanket this. And uh, yes, yes, some would complain. So I'm going to answer your question. Yeah, and you're in, some, yeah. But most of them, they wouldn't say, they'd be like, what are you complaining about? They'd be almost in shock maybe. Yeah. Like, what what, what, what do you mean? What just happened? Well, I think I think that he touched me. Like where? Like in my butt. Like maybe he was changing your diaper, you know, or something. Maybe he was helping to change. Maybe he was doing this. Maybe he was doing... Excuses are made, right? Mm. But what I'm saying is is that be, there's a good 10 to 15-year period where nobody said anything because everybody was okay with it. The sycophants, the, 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 the glittery-eyed little hangers-on, all these yes-men that said, hey... You know, the people that procure these people, mm-hmm. you know, that go out and they, 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 they make sure that they're finding the right people that won't say anything, mm-hmm. you know? Hey, you know who Jimmy Savile is? Oh, I don't like that guy. Next. You know who Jimmy Savile is? Oh, my God, he's the love of my life. You want to meet him? Yeah. All right, let's go. Boom, and off they go. Mm-hmm. That'd be difficult, though, if you're in a hospital and there's just rows of kids. <laughs> I, right, but he's still surrounded by people that will make excuses for him. Yeah, especially at that hospital because they gave him keys, mm-hmm. and it took fucking how long? Forty years, fifty years, sixty years before anything came out. Yeah, well, not before anything came out, but before the real facts came out. Yeah, and most of the people that were part of was it Charter House. I don't know. I I can click on Operation U Tree, but I'm not going to. Anyways, the people that were part of that hospital, they're gone. Yeah. Most of them are dead. Yeah. So he's he doesn't give a shit. And you know that he had a fucking list of people that were like, Oh, that one's dead. Oh, mm-hmm. that one's dead. Another one. Keeping track of all the people that knew. <coughs> the whole subject on, on that is just an extreme difficult thing to fully grasp. You know what I mean? Because me, like it, it, me sitting here, I think of how abhorrent the whole fucking thing is. It, it's, and so I can honestly say I wouldn't do that to a child because I I know that it's wrong and it, it would it hurts it hurts fucking child. It's it, 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 all these. It just so me sitting. What here, do you consider a child? <laughs> what do I consider a child? What do you consider a child? Fuck that. Well, okay. Um, definitely anyone who's preteen and younger, of course. 
I think of always. I always think of it as a child. Okay. Um, but then when you get to uh, teen, t- you know, mid-teens to late teens, that's when the me- the variables come in, right? Because you have some that mature a lot quicker than others, um, and some are, some so some kids are way more mature. At fucking, I look. I've like. What do you consider a child? Oh, shit, I, I know it sounds okay. like you know I, I know I know through the podcast it sounds like I'm being a total asshole no, no, to no, you. Yeah, yeah, no, know, no, no, no. Just stop, 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 stop. Stop defending it. I'm just explaining. No. I know it sounds like I'm being an asshole. I know it sounds like I'm being an asshole to Joe. No, it's an important question. And when I when I say what what this is and answer the question, I'm we're actually I mean we we look at each other so he knows when I'm being serious yeah. and when I have a smile on my face yeah. and everything else and that the when I want a question answered. You know, if I have a smile on my face, it's because he's either dragged it on too long or whatever, or, or I've dragged it on too long, and he's like, "Get the fucking okay, point." F- okay, for the most part, right? I think that anyone who's who who is not allowed to to legally drink is a child. Eighteen years old, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty. Yeah, because once you're eighteen, you're allowed to go and legally fight for your country, right? But you can drink at eighteen. With cer- in certain states, yes. And in the military. Okay. Yeah, drinking and smoking. Yeah. All right. I'm going to ask you this now. Mm. A 22-year-old male dates a 16-year-old female. Sounds like me. I did that when I was like 20. Okay. <laughs> well, how old was she? 16. Okay. I did it when I was 22. Mm. What were your circumstances? Um, my first, she was my first girlfriend. Um, did you know she was 16? Yes. Okay, I didn't. I was 19. At fir- when we first hooked up, I was 19. Where did you meet? And uh, Through a friend. Okay, you didn't meet at school? No, no. Friend blind dated us. All right. I was at Sierra College. Uh-huh. I was at a community college. Uh-huh. And she was working in the cafeteria. And she lived, at the time, she lived with her boyfriend. And she never said what her age was. Uh-huh. And I didn't find out till I was dating her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had been emancipated. So I don't know if that counts or not. But still, 16. She was, so she moved out. She got basically she got her own place, and then that's pretty mature. Then it gets weirder. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. okay. So she's sixteen years old. Uh-huh. Now, how old were you again? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Um, like I said, I I I, yeah, I can't I can say I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I have I actually I literally I have proof of. Well, one of them's dead, but Look. I have proof of f- from five other people that knew. And she never said how old she was or anything else There's like no this. judgment right now for me because I'm still listening to the story, dude. Okay. <laughs> I it, it didn't last long. Done. No shit. Yeah. With a 16-year-old, no shit. Yeah, she's she was... Um, like I said, I don't know the whole emancipation thing. I can talk about it now because it's beyond 15 years. I think she's dead, too. Dude, I, I wouldn't fucking... 22 and 16, who gives a shit? I yeah. really don't give a shit, dude. Well, again, she may... If she was still alive, I don't know if she is. Two consenting people, and she's sixteen. Eh. Well, she was. If she's consenting, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, it was consenting, but again, now if she was twelve, that's a, then we're having a different conversation. Yeah. So, hell, even maybe even fucking fifteen, we might be having a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. but she was emancipated, so and there and you have the emancipation. You know, she was proclamated, right? So yeah, so legally she's eighteen. So legally she's adult, and also the fact that she was able to emancipate herself and get her own place that shows that she's mature. Yeah, but again, she by California of state her the body emancipation. Might not be fully grown yet. I, so I mean, uh, that's a tough one, dude. I 
Let me just say. You were say, 22. Oh, fuck that. I mean, it's like. So, it's just you, stop. The, stop. You are now. Stop so. fucking defending me. I understand. I've told this story a hundred times. That's fine. She did. She didn't do nudes. Mm-hmm. But she did some. She did photography. Okay. I don't know. There was a guy that was. He was creepy. He was taking pictures of her in lingerie and shit like that. And, I'm, and he was showing them to us. And I said, she's 16. Yeah. He goes, what? I said, yeah, I've been dating her for fucking a couple months now. Yeah. And you took pictures of her before we were dating. Mm-hmm. And you took pictures when she was 15. Yeah. Or so. Right before she turned, or maybe she was 16. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. At least 16. And he goes, well, then I guess I'll have to hold on to these for five years. I was like, no, you don't seem to understand. That's not going to work. You're going to have to hold on to them until she's 30. He goes, what do you mean? And that's when I... Apparently, I knew at that point in time. I said, unless she signs off on it and her parents sign off on it, what you did is considered child pornography. And it doesn't, wait a minute, though. I mean, even after 15 years, child pornography is child pornography. It's still illegal to have, no matter fucking how old it is. Uh, Statute of limitations is 15 years. Okay, but it's still illegal for him to have it. Technically, but it's not, she's not nude. She was wearing lingerie. Okay. But yes, yes. I said, you know, you're going to have to... You go, oh, I'll just wait till she's 21. Like, you took a picture when she was fucking 16. Mm-hmm. That's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he fucking self-justified it. Like, he... Uh. You probably weren't the first person to point that out to him in a situation. No, I wasn't. And um, I wasn't... And that was pretty much the last time he showed up at the table. Of course. Because now that's his... his uh, he's being questioned. So, go to where no one's asking questions. Yeah. Someone like that. Yeah. And so my guess is that he, he didn't, that he, she wasn't the only one. Yeah. And that bugged me, but I don't know what happened to him after that. Well, look, regardless if uh, legally she's adult, an adult or not. That's still child porn. Well, still, it, her I don't body think it, is still the, of a 15 year old girl. So even if she's been emancipated, it's not, it's still the body of a, of a 15 year old girl. It's not child porn, though. Was it see through? I, I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that works, dude. I don't. Uh, it, it, I mean, I, of course, I, in my personal opinion, no teenager should fucking have, should, should be allowed to take uh, lingerie pictures, but, you know, that's well, me. Yeah. Who the fuck are we to talk about anything? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, and when it comes right down to it, the whole thing is, it, it was weird in and of itself. Uh-huh. It, wasn't, it wasn't the fact that she was wearing lingerie. Yeah. It was the fact that she was 16. Yeah. Look, dude. And he was taking pictures of her yeah. and... He was okay with it, and I think he was asking if she had any friends that wanted to do it, too. Oh, of course. Of course he did. You know, like, you fucking this guy? She goes, no, because he's disgusting looking anyways. Um, Yeah, so that didn't last long, thankfully. Well, look, dude. (laughs) I mean, okay, let's see. Let's throw an example in there. Matthew McConaughey's character from Days and Confused. I think his character at that time was around between 25 to 30. Okay. Okay. So was it okay for him to keep dating high school girls because they all stay the same age, right? So was is that okay? Let's say let's just in, say in when Dazed and Confused, the the time period for Dazed and Confused, seventies, yeah, it was yes, normal. yes, it was. It was normal. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, how many how many people do you know whose parents whose dad is seven, ten, or fifteen years older than the mom? Yeah, I think my grandmother, her husband, her first husband. Was like over twenty years older than her. Yeah, and, and she was a teen, she was like seventeen or 
she was either 16 or 17 when she got um, married to him. And, and, and there's a history of older men dating younger women or marrying younger women because the younger women, and I'm 18, 19, 20, and 30, 40, 50-year-old men who are dating or marrying these younger women way back when um, because the, they were stable and had income and could provide a house and car and food yeah. and all this other stuff. I have a flip side to this, to that, my grandmother, though. And the flip side is, <laughs> without going into detail, um, her husband, the father of my mother and my uncle, um, he was abusive to my uncle as a child, and he molested my mother. But that that has nothing to do with anything. Well, if he's attracted to a 16-year-old version of my grandmother... But what I just said was there's a history of younger women marrying older men for stability, and they have a job, and they're older... Blah, 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 blah. It's extreme daddy issues, yes. Well, I wouldn't say it's extreme daddy <laughs> issues, but yeah, you know, to a point, yeah. Marrying a motherfucker with gray hair, it's, uh, yeah. That's but, <laughs> like, if you, wa- if you look, watch a, a Christmas story. Yeah. That's, I, I was like, I was watching a Christmas story. Jeremy like, Gavin looks like at least 15 years older than his yeah, wife, Yeah, he looks right? like he's 60. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's. I mean, like, I think in that movie he looks like, like he's around 50, and she looks like she's maybe early to mid-30s. Garen, Darren McGavin looks way fucking older than 50. He looks like he's in his 60s. Well, I mean, he, you know, he died, I mean, he died like 30 years later, but um, I think around that time of that movie, he was around 50. So, but yeah, I, look, I understand, different time period and all that shit, but hey, uh, back then also it was okay to treat women like they were, you know, like fucking, you know, where's my dinner, bitch, you know, kind of shit, so... <laughs> Or that that was a stigma that was shown. That was I, that's the that's the stigma that's shown. Yeah, I, but I, you know what I mean. Yeah, when that movie came out, he was um, fucking sixty. So let's say nineteen eighty. So he let's say yeah. So he say he was fifty eight. So yeah, I said he looked like he was in his fifties. So okay. Yeah, uh, you know. All right, then six of one, half a dozen. The so other. click on the movie and then look at the look at the wife, look at the mom. Um, I think that's her right there, Melinda Dillon. Yeah, that's her. Thirty nine. She's six years younger. Okay. God. So she was. F- 54. I thought she just looked older in the movie because of stress. Because <laughs> of the fucking kids that she had. I mean, she's 54 <laughs> in the fucking movie, right? Uh-huh. Is that right? 30 years ago? 30, yeah. Damn. So, yeah, when she did Christmas Story, that means that she Christmas was... Christmas Story came out in 83. 40, she, okay, so she was, she was like 44, 43, 44. And, and 50. She's almost, she's almost 50. Yeah, you're right, 43, 44. Yeah. <laughs> and Darren McGavin is almost years, 60. 15 years older, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 83. So uh, I, for some reason I thought it was... So that means he was. He was 60, actually. Yeah. He was 60, 61. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah about 15, 16 years older than her. And I, and I looked into it. I'm like, this. that's weird to have an age difference, right? And but, you know, but you look at but Hollywood. that's what it is. I mean, look at like uh, the, the Bridges of Madison County, the little Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep. You know what I mean? Or uh, Tom Cruise, how he dates you know younger women in his movie. Look at fucking American Maid. His wife, the actors who played his his wife. I think she's yeah, like but that, that's movies. I'm talking about real life, uh-huh. where in this case it did mirror real life, yeah. <coughs> <coughs> because it was it was common for young women to marry older men for stability. Yeah. So. Look, I, like I said, man, it, it, <coughs> there's a lot of fucking factors that come into this, but. But right is right and wrong is wrong, and these motherfuckers are wrong. No, your idea of right is right. Your idea of wrong is wrong, which is what some society is okay with and some society isn't. Well, look, if you purposely fucking get keys to a goddamn hospital so that you can do that shit to little kids, you're fucking wrong. And you are absolutely right. 
And, and I'm not saying, and I'm not arguing with you about. Yeah. Um, You're just trying to throw up other questions, man. I mean, because like no, 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 no. It, it has nothing to do with questions. I'm not arguing with you about the you know what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. Yeah. What's but the truth of the matter is, is that it's your version of right. Yeah, food for thought kind of shit. <laughs> I know, yeah. And by by your version, I mean everybody's everybody's reality is different. Uh-huh. So their version of right and their version of wrong is different than your version of right. I know it's just like my like, like say if we start judging uh, Muslim religion, right, and saying the treatment of women is wrong and all this stuff, right? But a lot of people over there think it's perfectly fine, right? Yep. So it's difficult. It's it's like, so this is the, this whole fucking thing is it's, it's difficult to a point. I mean, I can honestly from here sit here and say the guy's a fucking piece of shit, dude. Well, when it boils down to it, yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, Gary Glitter is a fucking pedophile, and he did, he should suffer for the rest of his, his his existence. He is. He's in jail for the next sixteen years. Yeah, but is he getting fucking nice meals? I don't. Does he have people saying, "Can you autograph this for me, man?" I don't I love know. Your music. Why don't you go fucking visit? I love your work. Yeah, ask him for a picture. Fuck that guy! I don't want nothing to do with him. And why would you ask that question? Is he getting nice? Who cares? Well, he's so in that's fucking what I mean. jail. I mean, you know, you can assume that he's getting his ass beat in prison, but what if he's not? What if he's living it up? I, I don't care. Country club shit, club fed, right? Is that what they call it? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's I, um, <laughs> he's in British jail. Yeah, I know. I just felt like saying club fed because you know we're in the states. <laughs> I know, I know what you, I know what you meant, but what I'm saying is he's in British jail, yeah. and I don't think British jail is much better than American jail. No. In fact, I think it's much worse. Could be. Uh, I mean, probably don't have a good dental plan. British uh, tooth joke. <laughs> That's what's prison like in England. I don't know. Why don't you tell me, my lovely? <coughs> Here we go. Um, work starts at eight thirty. Six hours a day for ten pound pay per week. Uh, type of work is varied, and there are different opportunities. Um, cleaning, painting, cooking, laundry, and prison industry, which brings in a little income for the prison, which is a big fucking lie that brings in a lot of income. <laughs> prison industry could be anything from making clothing, items for charities, or even CD scratching, destroying unsold copies of albums. The work is mundane and generally uh, doesn't meet the usual health and safety guidelines. They don't care. It's free. It's free fucking labor. Free labor, yeah. <laughs> Besides, um, the prison complex is a privatized industry. More worrying for me was that inmates were punished if they chose not to work. Forced labor is supposed to be something from the past, but it's alive today in our prisons. Uh, the morning work session lasted till about midday. Then they would be sent back to the wings to collect lunch. And then they were locked up for two hours so staff could have lunch. Um, at two, they would be unlocked from their uh, cells and go back to work till 5. After the second shift, they'd be served dinner or tea, as prisons call it. Dinner had to be eaten in your cell. Um, it's not so bad if you had a bottom bunk, you could sit there and eat. But if you were a top bunk, it's much easier to eat with your dinner on your knee, sat on the toilet. Uh, the food in prison was poor quality, and it was only helped by the choice available. Meh, whatever, I don't... looks like beanie weenies and... Bangers and mash. Yeah. <laughs> You know what it looks like? Basically, it looks like just a bunch of Campbell's food and... and um, TV dinners, dude. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it looks like the cheap frozen TV dinners, the kind that you buy for like $1.50 at the store. Yeah, the... What do you call... Um, Banquet and fucking... Uh, what, was, what was the shit that they used to have in the metal trays that you just put in an oven? I forgot about those. I don't remember. I, I don't. It's been a long fucking time, dude. <coughs> 
That was a long time ago. Uh, menu sheets are issued a week in advance so you could choose your meal. Uh, failing to get the form returned to the wing orderly meant you had the default meal, which is always a vegetarian option. Uh, different menu each week. Ba ba ba. Breakfast was collected the night before while you collected tea. <coughs> um, blah 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 blah. Ghosting. Uh, ghosting is a- inmates that were that are uh, released from prison. All right. So, <laughs> what we were originally we were talking about is um, disease, right? And uh, you know, do, do these people had a pre-existing condition, or is it just they were just uh, told it was okay the whole time, so they just kept doing what they were doing? I think it could be a collection of a lot of things, you know? I mean, look, I, I'm pretty sure that e- even if a lot of kids are starstruck, there's going to be some kids that are going to fucking say, you know, no, don't do this to me. Please don't do this. You know, this is making me uncomfortable. And yet they still went through with it. The, you know, these, these perverts still went through with it. So, you know, so regardless of it, whether there was people that were constantly <laughs> telling them it was okay to do this or... Or they have a disease, or they don't have a disease, or they, you know, it's hereditary or not. It, they're they're when it all comes down to it, they're still a fucking piece of shit, and they don't need to be a part of our society. Okay. So I mean, it's great. Look, don't get me wrong. I think it is important to try to learn more stuff about to to understand conditions and and things like that, so that you can try to find ways to to uh, cure and 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 you know fight and all this other stuff, but. I mean, fuck, dude. There was someone uh, when I was watching. Uh, I was watching the episode of Joe Rogan, and one of the one of his guests said, "What if uh, you know you created uh, sex dolls like like child sized sex dolls for for perverts so that they could just have that as an outlet instead of them? You know, then they're less likely to go out into, into public and do it to actual real children. And that fuck, that's a that's a tough one, dude. I mean, that's a that's an extremely tough question to answer." Because like, do you how many how many of those kind of people would actually identify themselves out in public that they are a pedophile and so that they could get one of these types of dolls or you know because I look I would assume that like let's just make it simple there's two kinds of pedophile right there's the pedophile that that does whatever they want to do and they're gonna fucking they're just they don't care who they hurt they're just gonna keep getting their rocks off right <laughs> then there's the other kind that know that what their their urges are is wrong. And they don't want to hurt anybody, so they, they um, inhibit themselves their entire lives, right? They try to be good people, right? Because they don't want to hurt anybody. So is it, would that make it okay to create, like, dolls or video games or anything like that for someone like that so that they can have that, um, that release? Would that be okay? Because sitting here, I, I can honestly say for myself, I think that's fucking wrong. That's even wrong. Why? Well, you have to have a person that's actually willing to create that shit. Who you know? Who in their right mind would want to create that kind of thing? They already do. Someone that that is actually a a decent human being. That's what I'm trying to say. Someone you know that uh, you think that um, I mean you got to be fucked up to be able to create something like that one way or another. Money's money. Industry's industry. People are going to buy what they want to buy. I know. Right or wrong. I mean, because there's like a. It's a butt for every seat. There's like this one video game I think out of Japan where you can actually simulate rape, like you can actually you know virtual rape people on it, you know, and like people were talking about, is this right or is it wrong? And because you're not really doing it to anyone in real life, so shouldn't be okay. But it's like, well, and but yeah, you're uh, you're able to kill people in in video games all the time, right? So where do you draw the fucking line? (coughs) 
draw the line at this fucking cough. That's where I draw the line. <laughs> anyway, just this is there's a lot of questions that this shit you know ends up you know opening up. It, there's a lot. Is that rule thirty four? It's never simple. This is. Shit. I mean, the only thing simple about it is just kill them all, right? Rule thirty four. Does rule thirty four kill them all? It states that internet pornography exists concerning every conceivable topic. Well, it's mostly not just porn, but basically rule thirty four. People will find things to fuck. Uh-huh. Anything. Oh yeah. They, they'll fuck a shelf. They'll <laughs> you get them a sex doll the of gas an underage. Tank of their fucking Bel Air. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So there's porn of it. Um. Look, there's a there's a dick for every butt. Don't you mean there's a butt for every dick? Same difference. Yeah, but it depends on whose butt it is, right? No. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Who am I to judge? Well, that's why we do compelled, right? Exactly. This is about judging. <laughs> it's all. This is all about judging. You Apparently, know I mean? you didn't get the fucking joke. I, that's I, okay. I, I <laughs> Look, I joke about a lot of shit. I just try not to. I don't like going into that realm of joking. Yeah, well, uh, call me a open prude. season, bro. Call me a prude if you want. All right. So, I, I mean, do we have anything else to add to this one? No, I, I was wondering why you were just continually defending and, and like. Like you, you super villain monologue, which is funny, but I'm just gonna vamping for time. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it super villain monologue from now on. All right. So anyway, we both agree Gary Glitter deserves to suffer big yeah. time. And and uh, what Joe said at the end there, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not making light of what he said. I'm just mm-hmm. making light of the fact that he likes to end show monologue. <laughs> I don't know why. It's funny as shit. You know what? There, there was something I wanted to say. Say it. At the end of this. Um, like when you brought up, you know, like teenage girls, right? Yeah. Well, I'll give you a great example. When, when I t- you know, take my daughter to school, there are girls there, when I drop her off, that look like full-grown fucking women. And they're going to school. They're, 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 they're students there. They could be, for all I know, they could be 15, 16, They're 17, dressing 18, as full-grown But women. they're like wearing yoga pants and oh, dude, I see that all the time when I pick up my nephew. Look, I know that I'm a good person because I don't, even though I'm attracted, I love, I call it yoga ass, right? I love women in yoga pants. Oh, my God. I call it yoga ass. Thank, thank upper management yeah. for yoga pants. Yeah. So, but regardless, I know where I'm at. And so I don't, I don't, I know you're different than me, but I don't, I purposely don't look because. I know around what age range those kids are. So regardless if their body looks fully grown and they drink a lot of milk or whatever, I just, me being a good person, I don't even fucking look at that. I just leave it alone. I I draw the line. I, I don't look with the eye towards, man, that's hot. <laughs> I look at them like, why did their parents let them wear fucking yoga pants to school? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? And then, I, and then I start thinking about, like, who gives a shit? I, yeah, I, it's if they're dark or whatever, they're, it's no different than wearing tight jeans. But if they're wearing like like revealing clothing, oh yeah, I have different. an issue with that. I'm just saying that. But by wearing I, yoga pants, you can see the shape of their body. You know what I mean? But who, again, and especially if they're very mature. Who the physically. fuck are you to judge? I'm not judging. I'm saying that I don't go across that line in any way whatsoever, and that that's where I draw a line. I don't care if they're, if they're fully grown or not. Every grown man looks at that shit and goes, it has potential. Not when I'm by the school. Every grown man. I Don't lie, dude. Every grown man. Look, every one of us do it. And I'm not the only... My, my nephew does it. My brother used to do it. It's, it's, 
It's just one of those things you drive by, like. I didn't say it don't pop into my eye. It doesn't pop into my view. That has potential. There's plenty of times mm-hmm. where the, you know someone with a great body has popped into my view when I'm dropping my daughter off at school, and I'm like, oh hell no, and I look away. Big pussy. No, I just. Oh hell no. I draw that fucking line. She has a nice ass. And just drive on. I'm not going there. <laughs> what are you afraid of? What the fucking thought police are going to come get you? No, that's not it at all. Don't, don't fucking judge me. I'm I judge everybody. <laughs> it's compelled. Fuck yeah, you. I know you're just ready to fucking drive with and go. Damn, ass like a ten year old boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've said that. That's not me. No, but that uh, is the creepiest fucking thing I've ever heard in a movie. By the way, it is when when Bill Paxton says that in True Lies, it is fucking creepy. It's funny. I mean, it's funny in the scene. But I don't. Who cares? I'm, I'm we're talking about. <laughs> I know. It, it, don't need to, don't need another tangent. I, look, I think it's safe to be able to draw a line, and that's where I draw the fucking. That's line. fine, but it's silly. Like I, I draw the line at like them fucking, you know, flashing you, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, anything like sexually suggestive. But looking at a girl and saying, "Ash got potential," that's a nice <laughs> ass. I don't. That's Damn, not. Damn, she eats her wheaties. Yeah, it's not a big of a deal. <laughs> that I think I just, it's not. I I look. If Looking I'm, is one thing. If I'm by the school. I know that. I definitely know for a fact that they're still young. If I'm, I'm look, if I'm out driving, if the, the same well, girl, finish. if I'm driving out in the middle of the city, I'm doing my lift driving, and there's chicks outside of the coin op or whatever the fuck it is. They could be the same fucking age, but they don't. I don't know that because they're out in public. If the same girl's in fucking Walmart and you see her, are you going to avert your eyes? I don't know if it's going to be the same girl. That's not what I asked you. Answer the question. I don't Google. I just I I, I do. I go, if I, the same girl. Literally walked into Walmart mm-hmm. that same day after you picked up Cora. Why do I have to be so specific about this shit? And you saw her. Would you do the same and thing? And I knew that she was a student from my kids. Jesus school? Christ! What did I just well, say? You break it down. You want to? If the same girl, the same exact girl, yeah, okay. walks into the store uh-huh. the same day after you picked up Cora, and I know it's her. Okay. I just said that. Then the no, same I girl. Didn't know I would not. No, would you look not. at her, or would you turn your eyes? i turn my eyes. <laughs> I just find it weird. Look, all the kids in that age range are the age of my daughter. Do you understand? My daughter has friends that are that same fucking age. So what? It, it's it just... So looking is a bad thing. No, I'm just reminded of the fact that, you know, it's there's more to I it. have a niece that's 14. I'm not going to go... I'm not on fucking Google 14-year-old girls, but if one of them walks by and, like... Holy shit. Like, you, you double take. You're like, what the fuck? And she goes, that's 14. You're like, oh, damn. <laughs> and you just drive on. That's great. I don't oogle. I just said. I don't oogle. I don't. You don't oogle it. I don't do. I don't Actually, I don't oogle anybody. I don't. Because it, it mm-hmm. it's counterproductive to me. Yeah. You don't oogle anybody. I didn't say I didn't glance. I, didn't, I never said I don't glance yeah. at anybody. Never, I said I don't never, never heard you say, God damn, look at that. Never heard you say, holy shit, look at the tits on that. There's a difference between... No, I've seen you do it in public, and you fucking elbowed me. And I look... and But it's a quick thing. I don't fucking just stare That's at That's oogling. It. I don't... Oogling is staring at someone. And just like... Oh, God. This, <laughs> it's just way too much. <laughs> anyway. I've watched you. You're a pervert. Let's move on with our lives. You're you're fucking. I'm a prude. Apparently, you're you're I'm a fucking repressed. I'm a Catholic schoolgirl. Okay, I'm a repressed prude. You're a pervert. Let's move yeah. On. I'm a fucking pervert. <laughs> That's fine. Because I don't have a problem. with I looking. know, and you're not doing anything. I understand, dude. And you're, it's not like you're whistling out the fucking. Yeah, window I'm not telling her bend I, over. I know. I, I get it. I just. Yeah, you're you're a prudish Catholic schoolgirl. Okay, we got. It. <laughs> Fuck you. Let's move on. All right. So are we good? Yeah. 
Gary Glitter, fuck you. All right. Yeah, fuck off, Gary. I hope you die. <laughs> Good night.